All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 14th of January. Active coronavirus cases in India continued to decline at a time when the central and the state governments are preparing for an immunization program. India reported 15,968 fresh cases in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, according to the Union Health Ministry's latest data. That's lower than the 17,817 patients who recovered from the virus in the same time period. Other countries are not faring so well. The US, for one, is still the hotspot for the virus, having added just under 2 lakh cases yesterday. In the top news back home, the central government yesterday approved the procurement of 83 indigenously developed light combat aircraft, which is Tejas, for the Indian Air Force at a cost of 48,000 crore rupees. The decision was taken at a meeting of the Cabinet Committee on Security chaired by the Prime Minister Narendra Modi. That's according to Defence Minister Rajnath Singh. In a tweet, Singh said that the deal will be a game-changer for self-reliance in defence manufacturing in India. In regulatory news, the Reserve Bank of India has set up an internal working group to create a regulatory framework for digital lending firms as the recent spike in such loans has sparked concerns. The working group will study digital lending activities in the regulated and unregulated financial sector so that an appropriate regulatory approach can be put in place, according to a statement on the RBI website. In more regulatory news, in a first-of-its-kind order, the markets regulator, Security and Exchange Board of India, has restrained Hemant Ghai, who was the host of various shows on CNBC Avas, from buying, selling or dealing in the securities market. Ghai was also directed to seize and desist from giving any investment advice or stock recommendations till further directions. His bank accounts and those of two family members have been frozen. Initial investigations by the market regulator pointed to insider trading. Hours after the regulator's order was posted on its website, CNBC Avas said in a statement that Ghai had been terminated with immediate effect. The Indian pharmaceutical market's growth has gathered pace in December on account of a rise in prices and new products. The year-on-year increase or growth in pharma sales stood at 8.4% last month, compared with a 1.3% increase in November, according to Numura, which reported this citing data released by a pharmaceutical market research organization. Growth in the pharma market was supported by price and new product growth of 5% and 3.1% year-on-year respectively during December of 2020, according to the report. In international news, in the US, the House of Representatives has impeached President Donald Trump for a second time, this time for inciting an insurrection against the government, and 10 Republicans have joined the Democrats to do so. Senator Mitch McConnell said that he would not agree to use emergency powers to bring the Senate back into session for a trial before the 19th of January. That means that the trial could take place after President-elect Joe Biden takes oath as the next President of the United States. 
Trump's trial in the Senate, therefore, takes on importance with respect to his chances to contest the next presidential election. For his part, the outgoing president called for no more violence or vandalism ahead of Biden's inauguration. In international markets, U.S. equities ended mixed, with the Dow ending flat and the S&P 500 and Nasdaq gaining 0.2 and 0.4% respectively. In the Asia-Pacific region, though, all three early rises have started strongly positive. With that, it's over to Hormus Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormus. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuned in. Well, we are still where we were when I spoke to you yesterday morning. The Sensex is still 500 points away from 50,000, while the Nifty was kept unchanged, courtesy some selling in Reliance Industries, HDFC and Bajaj Finance. What did end on a record high, though, on Wednesday was the Bank Nifty, which finally crossed its previous high of 32,443. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty are indicating that the index traded with gains of 30 points around the mark of 14,600. On to specific stocks and I have to start with Infosys and Wipro as both lived up to the hype generated post the results of TCS last week. Infosys first, the company delivered its highest third quarter sequential growth in 8 years. The company's overall digital revenues were more than half of the overall revenue. Two big takeaways. Total deal wins were at an all-time high of over $7 billion and a strong revision in guidance too. The company now expects FY21 revenue to grow between 45 to 5% as compared to the earlier guidance of 2 to 3%. It also expects margins to range between 24 to 24.5% from the earlier guidance of 23 to 24%. Wipro 2 managed to surpass estimates on most fronts. The revenue in dollar terms grew 4% from the previous quarter, while margins were at the highest in over 5 years or 22 quarters. It attributed the expansion to the improved revenue growth trajectory and excellence in operations, citing several metrics which were at an all-time high. It expects revenue growth of 15 to 3.5% in the fourth quarter. I'll stay with earnings for a bit. It was a strong quarter for 5 pesa capital. Revenues were up over 80% while the company reported its second straight quarterly profit. In the same period last year, it had reported a net loss. The company onboarded close to 2 lakh new clients during the quarter, taking the total figure to 11.45 lakh. GTPL Hathaway reported a 5% decline in overall revenue courtesy the underperformance of its EPC business. However, profits and operating performance were strong courtesy lower expenses. The cable services revenue grew in double digits while the internet services business nearly doubled as compared to the same period last year. The company has also managed to bring down its gross debt during the quarter to just over 150 crore rupees as compared to nearly 250 crore rupees during the same period last year. To round off the earnings wheel, Den Networks, Reliance Industrial Infra and Tata Steel Long Products are some non-index names that will be reporting results today. The government plans to sell 5% stake in Steel Authority of India through an offer for sale. It intends to sell 20.65 crore shares with the right to an oversubscription option of selling shares worth a similar quantum of 20.65 crore. The floor price of 64 rupees a share is a 13.5% discount to Wednesday's closing price. The OFS opens for non-retail investors today and for retail investors tomorrow. 
NHPC has signed a definitive agreement for the implementation of the approved resolution plan submitted by the company for the takeover of Jal Power Corporation. The company will make an upfront payment of 165 crore rupees to implement the said resolution plan. Well, it's the weekly options expiry day today and BHEL has joined sale in the stocks that are in the FNO ban. Whether the Sensex manages to scale 50,000 today, we'll be all await that with bated breath. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.